Hi, this is Florian with 99 Startups and I have today a new podcast guest. Would you be so kind to introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is uh, Alexander Rohr. I am a founder and CEO from a startup in Braunschweig in Germany. And yes, I am a physicist and a PhD engineer. And yet that's, <laughs> that's in the first place <laughs> what, what, what I'm doing right now. How did you start your career? Like, how did you start after finishing um, the school? What was your first steps into the real world? After finishing school, that was in the year 2000. The first step was at this time, that was um, common sense. I, uh, it's, I don't know what it's called in, in English, it's Civildienst. I am civil service. If you don't go to the army, you, you make this. And I've been there for 11 months. And um, in this time, I was, it was the first time when I was really thinking about what I want to do in the future. Because in school, um, that was really not something that was really important for me. I was just partying and hanging out with my friends and such things. And I didn't had any idea what I want to become in my further life. Um, so during this time, I had the first time the idea to found, yeah, I found something like a startup. Mm, um, two friends of mine and me, we um, were doing web design. So this is today, this is not something spectacular, but um, during this time, the most people had no idea what the internet really is. And it was, yeah, it was suspenseful. And I learned a lot of things at this time. But I also learned that in Germany, you are nothing without a title. So even if you are doing things great or good and you're making good marketing for yourself or for your company, for example, the people are always suspicious if you really can do that, what you promise. Um, and in most cases, <laughs> they are... They are, this is a suspicion is, 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 is correct because people talk a lot of things that they can't do or they think they can do it and it's not like this. So at this point, um, the two colleagues of mine um, were starting their studies. Um, and then I was at this point, okay, will I continue with this company alone or do I always also want to study. And because um, of, of, of what I uh, uh, just said, um, I started um, my study for physics. And yeah, why did physics? Um, because my expectation was um, physics is such a, 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 wide, a wide field there you learn a lot of things in detail and how they are connected to each other. And I thought it doesn't matter what I do after my, my study. Um, it will help me a lot. 
Some really um, smart decisions you made there. <laughs> Some really smart realizations. No, no, it, yes. I don't know. It, 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 it was really um, a decision made off the stomach. Uh, it, it was it, I, my decisions at this time were not uh, all good. Uh, I must say because it was really at this time I was I was really a lot of partying and I. I I had no fear of anything and I didn't want to think about the future really, really a lot. But I had the advantage or it was always, I had this ability when it really got to a, to a border where it was, okay, when you don't do this or uh, you, 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 you don't um, do this now and you will get a lot of problems. Um, and I always saw this border and then I, I did some work or um, I, I, I got very concentrated and, and did what was necessary. So this was at this, this point. Um, did you, did you uh, always did you always have the skill to, to, to know, okay, this is, this is now serious. Now I need to uh, uh, get it done. Or was it like through an experience you learned this this skill yeah, it was in the in the eighth grade in the eighth grade um i um, always had a, had a, a, a five in i think it was it, it was french <laughs> it was french i had a, at a five i had a very serious uh, teacher uh, back then and um the most people in my class got the four if they were good or a five if they were average or bad um, and so I had, oh, yeah, I had this five in, in French and I almost had a five in math. Um, I, there were some tests written and, um, I'm, and my teacher said, okay, this is the last, this is the last test. And if you don't write a three in this test, you get a five in, in, uh, in your, after, after your half year, in school, you get um, um, you get uh, uh, what is it called a note and like a mark uh, note is I think also okay, but it's a mark at the end. Yeah, it's a mark. This is the word I was uh, thinking about, and um, so it um, so he said, okay, you get a five, and if I got a five, I would not get to the next um, to school year. So, yeah, so next the next level, yeah. Next level, yeah. And then the, the, the test was written and uh, the teacher used to write at the, it's, uh, in the front of the, of the classroom. So, so these are the marks. And there was no one, one, two, and none of threes. And all of the rest were fours and fives. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay, that's, that's, that's weird. <laughs> And um, then I got my my test, and I, I had a two plus. That was you, by far the best you, uh, in, the, did, in the class. How did and, you do it before the test? Did you work your ass off? Did you find a way to cheat? Like how how did you how did you accomplish that? I I did I I did work. I didn't work my ass off. I, I just did work. It's 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 it, it, you know. Um, I said I'm a physicist and I'm a PhD engineer, so I, I I'm able to do math, <laughs> and even in this uh, age, 
Of course, it was not very hard for me. I don't know why I wrote all these fives and fours and such things. Um, so this is the first time I worked for this tests and, and then I got my result. Um, <laughs> and so and, and this was something I learned at this age. So when I said, okay, it's it's okay not to not to, to, to not to be the, the in the first place I say uh, this is this was my opinion in this this age. Um and but but when it really got serious, I always accomplished what I wanted to do. So you have been really lazy and you learned uh, if you work, you can, you work yourself out of the situation and you waited for the last moment before you did anything. <laughs> okay. I, 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 I was just, I don't know. I don't know. And when I, when I see it from today, I don't know why I was so, it wasn't lazy in this case. It was, it was uninterested. It's okay. was like, very yeah. uninterested. Yeah. So, um, and this is, this is the point where it, I don't know. I, I really didn't care about anything. Yeah, that's that's but, a cult youth. It's it's completely yeah understandable. But changed, but they changed, and it changed um, a lot because when I when I started my study, because and even before when I started my startup, because when my first startup, because it 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 was my my decision and. It was for me okay. This is what I want to do. This is this is my is a decision. I'm working for it, and it doesn't make sense if I go if I don't go hundred percent in this. And from this point, it's yeah, it changed. It changed. So um, for my physics study, in the end, I got a one point seven as a mark in in yeah, in the mean and. It, it really was a lot of work, but I was happy with it because it was my decision to do that, even if it was very, very hard at sometimes. And I think the the other business you had with your friends uh, for the web design or, or website building, it made mm -hmm. revenue, right? Like um... it was, it was, it it it, it, it was not, nothing where I could live from. Okay. So it was, it was if, I, if I would build it up, maybe, but if even but if you start, uh, you, we 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 want, must learn everything from new on, and we were not very old, so we had no experience, and uh, it 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 was a very good thing to learn, and we made uh, we had a few customers, of course, um, and and we made some money, but it it was really not much. Yeah. Um, But what that was not the reason why, why I quit it. My my reason, uh, my 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 thoughts also uh, beneath uh, that my my friends left the company was okay. In ten years or twenty years, um, do a company need someone like me to create a website? And I was at this point I underestimated. Um, what it means to uh, write texts or to create a good user uh, interface or what it means to do some graphical uh, designs and such things. And so I was, in my opinion at this time, I was, was like, okay, maybe there will be um, some templates or easy things like, for example, on, on for some uh, hosters. I know um, it's possible 
to 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 choose a template and then you put in your text and some pictures and uh, your homepage is ready. But I didn't know how it would develop um, um, how 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 homepages or, or, or uh, are made. You, um, you, because, you also, because it's very it's, there's a lot of things now you can you can. You can do web uh, 2.0 uh, things there. You can comment. You can say this. You you have um, e-shop systems, and that was um, not really uh, a topic at this time. Yeah, and you also you has also been right then with this idea because it it come up like needed years, but right now with WordPress or any other yeah um, page builder, it's really easy to build your own page. So. Yes, of course. Yeah, But a lot of companies, a lot of companies are also using uh, uh, um, um, companies to build their own pages, and they are using uh, WordPress because even WordPress is uh, too complicated for a lot of people, and a lot of people don't want to care about this this topic. Yeah, so But this uh, is why it will always be a good thing um, to build home pages. But yeah. <laughs> I decided in another way. Yeah, no, no, but normally it's also like that. You need to burn for the topic. You need to have a passion for this topic, and mm -hmm. then if you if you hear like most small companies from this time, uh, if they would have stayed in the field and worked their way through it, they would probably become big. Um, mm -hmm. But like how I said, like it's difficult to foresee the future. Future, and you need to to have patience. Because for 10 years or something before like the internet really um, rised up to the to the level we have right now. Mm -hmm. And what, what did you do after your physics study? Because your idea was also correct. Uh, physics and math are really useful because you can do a lot of things with that after you've finished. Mm -hmm. So what what like you finished your, your physics studies? Yeah. What what was the next next step? Um, it was in uh... 2010, I think. Yeah, it was 2010. And um, um, a half year or one year before, I don't know exactly, um, and there was a friend of mine, and, and he was doing PhD at the TU Braunschweig, at the University in Brunswick. And um, he said, okay, why don't you do a PhD? <laughs> and I couldn't really imagine. Um, Because, it, as I told, uh, it was really a hard job um, getting the, the diploma in physics. And I said, okay, I don't know if it's really, if I'm really that good. And he said, okay, pff, just try it out because um, here in, in, in Brunswick, we are working, um, uh, or, or our PhD would work on industrial projects. So, um, There you don't just work on your on your on your on your PhD. You also work in projects for these companies, and for that reason, you get um, slightly more money. So it was, from my perspective at that time, it was a lot of money what you got there, and what you earn will you what you will earn, and if everything works works out, um, you get in the end the PhD. So I said, okay, why not? <laughs> and I was happy to, to work with together with my uh, friend. And um, I said, okay, let's try it. Um, and I, um, um, yeah, I, I proposed, I don't know if it's good, right? I proposed 
um, for a job there. And um, yeah, they, they said, okay, work for us. And I said, okay, but I'm not, at this point, I'm not quite ready. I need a few months um, to end my study. And they said, okay, you can have these two uh, few months. <laughs> that's, that's okay for us. And then uh, I, I really um, got, I was speeding up um, finishing my, my, my study. And it was, it, it was a Wednesday when I had my last test because you, you're at the end of the physics study, you have four tests. And um, the last test I had on, uh, on Wednesday, and on Monday, I was sitting on my new desk at the uh, university in Brunswick. Um, so <laughs> it was really, it was really from one um, thing to the, to the next within a few days. And yeah, there I started my PhD, my um, topic was OLEDs, OLEDs. Mm -hmm. So they are used in, in smartphones, for example, as, as a screen. And yeah, the, the, the topics I was working on uh, during my next five years of um, doing my PhD were, uh, were, uh, were some different kinds. But there was one thing after one and a half year, my one year, it, um, my my project I was working on was uh, stop so stopped, and there was no further project. Um, and then I was uh, talking with my professor and um, my person who was um, caring about me during this PhD, and I said, "Okay, if we don't have further projects, it's okay. Maybe I I, I look for something else." Um, and then the person who was caring about me um, during my PhD said, okay, here I have an idea. You can get three more months and you work for a startup, a startup in Karlsruhe, it's um, Sinora. Okay. Sinora was working on new materials for OLEDs. And I said, okay, yeah, that sounds interesting. And I was, um, so my work was, I had to find uh, so they had they found a new material for emitting green light in OLEDs, um, and, and and I had to to check this new material if it works in certain so-called OLED stacks. So I so I uh, I did preferences on adjusting this OLED. And after six weeks, I had good results, and I was talking to my ex colleague. Um, who was um, doing this um, 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 project for this company because um, he was also in my um, uh, uh, at, at, the, at the institute uh, where I was working on, and he changed to this company. And I was asking him, okay, um, maybe it's a good idea. I, I like um, working for startups. <laughs> Let's ask them if um, if I can work for them. And I was presenting my results, and and then I spoke with the CEO, and I told him, okay, if you want, I can do this uh, further, <laughs> and, um, if when I work for you, and they said, okay, but I have another suggestion, why we could give you money, and so that you can still work on the in the university, because we have some advantages of this, and this was for me. Uh, uh, Really lucky, but a very good thing, because because I could um, work um, further on the uh, at my institute 
and working on the same topic. And so after some years, um, yeah, I, I this project also um, run run out, and um, at the end of the time at the at the institute at the university, I was um, working for very little money, and um, I was finishing my own PhD work. And this was really uh, my work is 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 in fact about um, this new material. Um, this is new oiled material and uh, what other advantages and um, what what can it what can it do and its a scientific view on on, the, on these topics and did it help for your for your future way the knowledge about uh, those uh, <laughs> oiled things yes yes um, so at the end Uh, when I was was writing my my PhD work, um, I, 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 I again had the problem. Okay, what do I do now? Um, I knew I wouldn't stay on in the university field. I wanted um, to 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 go back into some uh, companies which were doing business business and. Um, I was think I didn't really know what I, what I wanted. If I want to be um, just an employee, or if I um, want to be self-employed in some kind, or something else. And then the person who was caring about my PhD. So in German, it's akademischer uh, Rat. Um, this is Thorsten Rabe, and he was. He and a friend of mine, a post-PhD student from um, the Fraunhofer Institute, who was at this time working for our, at our institute, uh, Sebastian Dürer, these two guys came at me and said, okay, we know you were having a startup one time. And I said, yes, it's a long time ago, but yes, uh, I know some things. And they said to me, okay, since several, for several years, we had I have the idea to build a, a measuring device, an optical measuring device, which can do some sort of things. I said, okay, I'm interested because um, I, I really liked the idea to be um, self-employed <laughs> again. And then we were, um, and this was in 2015, yeah. yeah? Um, where we had the first time the idea to build this measurement device, and then we were um, trying to gather investors, and we tried to gather um, 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 public finances. There are some projects for bringing um, technologies from the university into companies, so they want to create startups and things. And then we were starting having this idea in our spare time, and in the end of the year, we said, okay, we found an, an investor, a first investor, who <laughs> in the end canceled his investment uh, in the latest point. But that's not, not, not the thing. But at this point, at this point we, we thought we have an investor. And we thought, okay, what do we do now? Do we cancel our jobs here? So for me, it was easy because my, uh, my contract ran out. And for the others, they said, okay, we quit here. Um, 
And so we we um, moved into a bureau here in German uh, in in Brunswick. So here's um, are two um, yeah, how's it called startup centers, for example. So there you get for very cheap money a bureau, and you can start here and um, the the low it's low no the rent the rent rises slightly over the time. Yeah. Um, so you start just with two uh, euro per square meter, and it ends up at eight euro per square meter or something like that during two two years. And after two years, you have to leave because other startups want to get in your, into your place. Yeah. Um, and this is what we were doing. Um, it was a very rough time because how did you so you thought you had an investor, and then. The investor canceled, and you still went going on and said, "Okay, we do it from our savings." So how did you? How did you? It was like it, it was like this. Um, so I said in uh, the first of January we started um, working here in our bureau. We, we had nothing. It was just two two tables and uh, three three chairs or something. It was really <clears throat> we started from zero, <clears throat> and um, it was like. So our investor said, okay, in, in, in the middle of February, you get, uh, we, we go to the, um, yeah, what's it called, notar, the lawyer, lawyer, I don't know. And, and so we can found uh, this company. Um, and one day before that, um, found, um, for that um, date, he said, okay, we, we have to, to check your investment again because um, They were trying to to get more. To, uh, how it is called? Um, they they just had a new employee uh, a, 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 from a bank from a bank. Mm. They um, and and he was very serious about uh, um, seeking for risks in investments. Okay. And our investment was of course very risky, and um, I think this was one reason because he said, okay, maybe. Uh, guys, maybe it's too risky, but he was very fair. It's, it's, it's a cool person and we still know him. He's not invested in our company, but we still know him. Um, it, it, it did a very fair move. He said, okay, I'll give you 50,000 euro. You have three months and please show me with your business plan that it actually worked, work on your business plan. And that was very important, find um, a co-investor. So what was the original sum you expected from him? It, it was it was a lot more. And, uh, and is he like is he in business angel or uh, it's just a private no, it's a, person? It's, a, it's an investment company and it is very famous around Essen. Okay. Uh, And it's a really cool guy, and uh, and we are very it's it's okay. And at this time, we were we were not angry with him or something about that. We just wanted to, yeah, to 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 drive our 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 idea. And um, it's, I think it was a very fair move, and everything works fine. It's, and it we sounds, found it's, it sounds a bit amateurish, to be honest, <laughs> because normally you plan your investments quite good. You look at your business plan, and you know what you're doing. And not at the last moment you've. Yeah. You say, "Oh, wait a second. <laughs> yeah, this investor is um, has had very big strength, for example, in um, in, in housing, so immobile 
So yeah. it was okay. So startup was not his core investment strategy. Yeah, it's, it's, it was it's, kind it's of new to a startup field. Okay. It's, it is not a technology investor, and it was some of his first investment in, in technology. Okay. Okay. And, uh, it, it, it's okay, and it is not. Um, it's not unprofessional. So I, I really can't say that. But at this point, it was like they they really needed. It, it, we were unlucky because it was at the time where they were thinking of, okay, are we too loose with our money? And um, I can, um, I can, yeah, that's a question everyone <laughs> needs, to, needs, to, needs to ask themselves sometimes. So it, it is okay. And it was our luck that we found this co-investor. And because um, our first potential investor didn't invest, Uh, it was our our, our co-investor who said, "Okay, then I am your investor." And there I can say who, uh, who is because this he uh, or uh, he is all uh, still our investor. It's the Wolfsburg AG. Um, oh, okay. The Wolfsburg AG is half um, city of Wolfsburg and half VW Volkswagen. So um, and they said, "Okay." I'm also not very impressed by your idea, um, but I'm very happy with you as a team. Okay. Because we uh, we three founders are um, quite different, so we can um, fulfill a lot of aspects. And he was at this point he was very excited about us as a team. And he said, "Okay, you get some money from us." And with this money, you can pimp up your business plan again. And then we find a co-investor. Uh, okay, here we go again, we thought. <laughs> and um, yeah, this is what we did. So in the end of 2016, in November, we founded uh, the Lillian Labs <clears throat> with this investor. And so with the Wolfsburg AG. And... At this time, our business plan was to build a measurement device, which is, um, yeah, maybe maybe I have to uh, I have to start uh, one step. Um, um, I, I, we have to get a step back. So yeah, before, before we idea? before we before we get to the device, the investors yeah. you applied normal over the website, or yet you, you had contacts which know them, or how did you get in contact with the investors? So there's one thing I think that's very important if you found a company. Um, a lot of people who are founding, um, they fear that someone steals their idea and they avoid speaking about their idea because they think, okay, then my idea would go away or something else, someone else will do it. And this is um, a mistake a lot of people are doing because it's not... The, the risk is not that someone steals your idea. Um, the risk is that you have a wrong um, um, view on your on your on the things that you are doing. Um, maybe it's too posit positive, or you have um, wrong expectations on such things, or uh, wrong uh, informations about your market and such things. And we were talking a lot. Even when we were still at the university, we were talking a lot with people. And um, we were always open-minded um, if they were um, if, the, if they if, when they were giving advices. Yep. So from our standpoint, uh, um, we were just 
we were saying, okay, we don't have any idea how that really works. And we just need to, to bring persons into our network who can, can tell us what to do or what maybe what is good or give us information and such things. I, I, can network, I can completely agree with that. Like that's that's one of the main mistakes that you are scared that your idea is stolen. But it's more about to having a lot of knowledge about how you said the surroundings and about the circumstances and learning about it, and then about the execution. And um, normally, and building up a startup is like a lifetime, like a life project. It's like yeah, having, of course. having a baby and raising it up. <laughs> and uh, it's like, it's, it's for someone else, it would be a really pain and they wouldn't have the, the stamina to do the whole thing. They would like, they would fall short really fast. So you don't need to worry about um, that anyone steals your idea. You need to more see the opportunity to learn something from someone else and get knowledge you wouldn't have otherwise. And then, to try to avoid mistakes and try to to see how you said like see it in a real way how it is because sometimes you're too much into lo in love with your idea and then um, it's not it's not the truth it's not like what's going on really it's not like the the honest thing what's going on really. yeah it depends on the Kruger Dunham principle I don't okay. know if uh, the Kruger Dunham principle is it's it's, it's uh, very interesting in this case. Um, in a, in a perfect world, there um, you must imagine um, as you you get better and you get more self-confidence in the same way. Okay. You even get more better and you get more self-confidence. So it's it's just a straight line. Yeah. Straight line up. You get more confidence, you get you you feel better for that. And in real time, it's it's different. You have slightly um, um, uh, um, slightly understanding of a topic, and you and your confidence that you are completely right with this topic um, rises completely high. You are very confident, uh, but you have no really good knowledge about the scene. And after that, when you're working on it, and then you you gain experience, you say, "Oh, okay, it's not really not that easy as I thought." Oh, okay, I thought that it might be easy, but here's the detail. Here's something I didn't know, and then, boosh, it crashes down your self confidence below that point you started, and then from this point you get slightly up, and this 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 um, point where you have the most, and and even if you are the most Uh, expert in, in in your topic, you won't get the self confidence as you had in the beginning when you just have slightly knowledge about the topic. And this um, is called the Mount Stupid. And I like this idea a lot because um, every time one started a new thing um, to work on, it's always in the beginning when you had the idea was said, okay, it's, it's it's very easy. I will do that, and it's it's okay. I see everything. And then when you're really working on it, you say, okay, ah, there's something I didn't. And, and, and then goes the self-confidence back. And so this is a very, very nice uh, uh, thing um, to, to, to look on such, uh, such topics, like, for example, startups. Because as a founder, you are always absolutely sure that can't go wrong. Even if you know uh, there are a lot of other people where it went wrong. But you don't really care because you are so absolutely sure that it will work, and this is what every every person in the world expects. Uh, there's, 
this is very very interesting uh, topic, uh, psychological phenomenon. And there's a never perspective to it. I think 99% of the founders wouldn't have started with the idea if they really would have known what's coming up. So this confidence is really important. <laughs> Otherwise, people wouldn't start their things. So it's, it's really interesting that it's never come up to the same level again, how you said. And on the other side, it's like the origin of close to every new startup or new start thing because you think oh i will do this that's not a problem i can handle that and then um, the realization comes later and then you're already in the run yeah so um you said like how i understood it correctly as uh, you uh, like you guys had a measurement device but you didn't really know what to measure with it to build a business out of it correct mm -hmm. Yeah, um, when we were at the university, we had to find a topic for that um, or uh, yeah, an application for our measurement device. So we were just brainstorming this and that. But in the end, we stopped with um, acoustics. Um, so fishing, keeping fishes at home uh, in a vessel. So, um, so um, what, what, did, what did your device measure for that? Like how did your device help with that? Um, so our idea was, so I, I need to stay, uh, or I need to start at the beginning. So um, our idea with our measurement device was um, that we want to have, why, or why don't we have measurement devices for optical measurement devices, um, which are not at the same time easy to use, but also specific and precise. And during our work with the OLEDs at the university, it was always the same thing with laboratory equipment. If you want to have it really precise, it was very complicated to use it. And it was in often cases so complicated um, that when the person who, who bought the, the, the equipment and who left the university, and you know, there are a lot of people leaving the university all the time, um, there is nobody left who really knows how to do that. And there's some kind of half knowledge um, where the people think they know how to use it. And one is not really clear if, if you're really doing the, the right things. And we're always saying, okay, why is it so complicated? It doesn't need to. For, for the most cases, you use this equipment, for example, it's always that you need the same preferences. So it's always the same. So why isn't there a program where you can say, okay, if this program is loaded, I it's always easy to use and I always get the right results. And so this was our idea. And um, my colleague, so Thorsten Rabe, as I mentioned, who was um, young about me in the, in the PhD time, he had... Um, yeah, a fish vessel, I don't know, so aquarium, I don't know. Um, and, and he said, okay, I don't have it anymore because it's very exhausting and time-consuming to do the measurements so that I have a clear water as that my fish are healthy and my plants are healthy. And so because it takes so long to, to measure all the parameters I need, it, it takes so much time. And um, so this was our start. We said, okay, we do mark research, research and such things. 
And yeah, this was our first business idea to, to bring um, a measurement device to the um, for, for these for these people who are uh, having uh, having fish. And um, we said, okay, this device must be so easy. Um, <laughs> at best, it just have one button where you just have to press, and everything else is automatically, and you get precise results as in a laboratory. Yeah. Um, so this was well, this was our point because at this time it's very it's very um, exhausting and time consuming to do these measurements because you need chemicals. So you have some uh, uh, liquids or you have um, tablets or something, and you put it in in the water you want to examine, and then then you then then it it shows us some kind of color, and this color you can um, compare with. Uh, a color table, for example. So you have to look, okay, which color is it? Mm -hmm. Or you have a so-called photometer. A photometer is where you put in the, the, the water sample and then the, the, the device measures what kind of color it has. And then it says, okay, your parameter, water parameter for, for example, pH or, or water hardness or whatever is like this and that. And the, the problem is that it's very hard to do these um, sample preparations. It takes not only long, you need a lot of, of knowledge and a lot of people have half knowledge like we had at the university. Then we said, okay, then when this is the, 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 the root of all errors doing these measurements, then we just automatic this process and everything, everyone will be happy. So this was our idea. Um, and yeah, it, it was a nice idea, but the problem is we were having a concept for the B2C business. So for the private end consumer. Yeah. For the private end consumers, when you have the problem, you need um, you don't have such good margins. Um, the, the, the device must be rather cheap. Yeah. Um, and it's very difficult. Um, to to do the sales channels yeah. because even if you are alone for example and you want to create sales channels it's very difficult because you as a company can't do really much and if you need to work with other companies it's it's it's, it's a huge step before you even enter the market and um, for that reason a lot of investors don't like really um, investments in b2c markets Besides from apps, with apps it's easy. Your sales channel is is clear. It's it's app stores, but besides apps, it's 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 not a lot of startups I know who are um, doing things for the B two C market. And yeah. so, so we were in the situation. We had the Wolfsburg AG as an investor. He gave they gave us some money and said, okay, please do a B two B model. Okay. Do a B2B yeah. model and think about if it really is it, is it really necessary to have such high complexity in your product? Because we were scientists and our, our product was rather complicated for this time. And then we said, okay, maybe we can do this more simple. So this was, was one idea. And the other thing was, okay, how can we, what is our new market? What is our B2B market? And for the investors, they always need um, a good insight of the market and from uh, desktop research and such things, it's 
always always very difficult to get good good or valuable uh, numbers um, who describe which describe your market and for that reason we found um, a very interesting market it was a public um, swimming pool market and hotels with pools and did, did you find it through brainstorming or how did you came up with the idea for the pivot yeah the, the idea was we needed some so water tests are not um, equally simple to do uh, in, on, in automatic form and also not for the for the people uh, who are doing them and so we needed to find uh, a, a starting market with relatively simple tests these tests must be done very often and mm -hmm. we needed to find um good numbers for marketing size uh, for market sizes for example what are the prices in the market what is the competition in the market and so on and for that reason the pool market was really um the best opportunity yeah, there's, so we there's probably the not so much markets where you test water <laughs> except yeah, the fish in the pool market yeah <laughs> there's nobody standing at the ocean and say oh let me test the ocean water <laughs> yeah yeah because because there are lists which say for example um how many swimming public swimming pools are in every country there are lists about it How yeah. many uh, hotels with pools are? Uh, you can search that on Booking.com when you say, "Okay, I need in uh, I, I will, I'm looking in whole Germany and I'm looking for a hotel with pool." You get the number. Yeah. So it's very easy to get um, really good numbers um, for your um, expectation, um, what you uh, can do in this market, and what could be your market share and so on. And then you start talking with these um, people from this market, and then you say, "Okay, they have." really a problem I, for example here um, what what is the problem here so there is by law let's let's be specific in germany here is by law um, that you need to measure every vessel you have in your public swimming pool every vessel needs to be measured three times a day and they need to measure ph um, And chlorine, and chlorine is combined chlorine and total chlorine, and they calculate um, the, the combined combine, uh, chlorine. So these are four. These are four parameters they need to measure in every vessel three times a day. So in a middle class um, 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 swimming pool, this means they have to measure about 120 parameters a day. If you just have one vessel. It's, it's less, it's just 10 or something. But if you have, um, uh, so for example, 10 measurement points, and that's, for example, a middle-class uh, swimming pool, then you need to measure these uh, 120 parameters. And this is mostly done by the swimming pool operators. So the swimming, so, so the Schwimmmeister in Germany. So the, the people yeah, who are... The taking uh, care, the caretaker the, of the yeah, school, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, for example, if you do 120 of these measurements, you need at least three and a half hours of measurement. And there are not very often a lot of people who really know to do that. And um, so, depending on who is doing the measurement, um, you get different results. And they really can change a lot between the employees. 
because uh, someone is preparing it in others wise and than the other person and this can can be some hidden things like the one is shaking the, the sample in a different way than the other one mm -hmm. um, so these are the problems and um, with our device um, we, we gave them our prototype it didn't take three and a half hours it just needed a half hour a day um, so they were spend, uh, we were um, yeah saving a lot of time a lot of time which could be used in a much more productive way by this person because he also has to uh, look for people um, if everything is all right in the in the swimming pool. But I think you had the challenge to um, either like to get a certification for the device, right? Mm -hmm. That's yes. something you you had. Yeah, just needed to be done. Yeah. Yeah. We also thought um, that we must be very um, yeah, modern. And it was a very good idea that we had at this point. So we said, okay, it's just the, the hardware I, I told you is just one part. And the mm -hmm. other part is digitalization. Yeah. So we um, so um, our device is, is, um, is used with a smartphone. We have an app mm -hmm. for that. And um, this, the, the measurement results are um, automatically separated for the vessels and who was measuring it at which time. And we have an online platform. And even on this online platform, we have some APIs for that you can use this data for other software platforms and such things. So yeah. we have, so our project is really half the hardware of the measurement. And the other point is um, the connection, the digitalization, and um, how do we treat these? Um, so we treat these um, measurement, yeah, um, which which needs to be done. And yeah, this this is our product. And um, as I said, from the Mount Stupid, it it says okay, you build this measurement device, and yes. I can program some things. <laughs> That's no problem. And yeah, it, it was, it, it, it's, it's really um, a very, very hard thing to do as a startup. So at first we have this measurement device, which must be absolutely precise. Um, we have the so-called sensor stick. So we have some um, usable um, elements and um, where uh, the chemicals are situated, for example. And um, when you use them, um, then you can do your um, um, measurement once. And after that, you give it us back so we can do it um, for recycling. But for the, for the customer, it's, it's a used product. So um, there is a problem. Um, we need to produce a lot of them. At this time, we produce about 40,000 of these measurement elements. And every one of it must be precise and functionally and so on. So we have the device, we have the sticks, and we have the digitalization with the online platform. And it's so right now we are about 20 people here uh, at Lillian Labs, and it's, it's very hard. Um, I'm very happy that I have these two co-founders because everyone has their own um, own area of, of work. So, um, so how did you separate the roles? Like who who did what? So yeah, we we we, we separated the roles very early on. Um, there is Thorsten Rabe, um, who is it's 
Development. It says development. Um, Sebastian Nöring is uh, production. And for me, because I had these experiences in, in, in the startup field, I was doing sales and, and marketing. Mm -hmm. um, so the development the, means web development for the platform, right? Or for the devices oh, the development as is, well. We needed to, to really create everything. We, we needed to create the device. There's electronics in it. We, we have microfluidics on our, our sensor sticks. It's a very, very complicated device. Um, so it's, it's really a lot of people who said, was said to us, it's never, it's, it's completely impossible what we wanted to achieve. They said it's absolute impossible to, to have sticks, sensors, as to our sensor sticks, who are really measuring always the same. It's, it's completely impossible because I'm professor, because I'm, uh, I'm a chemist, I am working for other companies. Something that a lot of people thought. And I'm, I'm, I'm also, really, I'm also really hard to do so. Yeah, and I'm also impressed because probably you guys don't have experience in building up a production or building building products. Like. Yeah, we had, as of, at, at, at first, at, in the beginning, we didn't want to do the production and we didn't want to do the, the, the sales. Okay. Mm -hmm. Our idea was we are creating a device and this device, when it's ready, so, and we don't um, develop the device by ourselves. We develop as with partners. So mm -hmm. we were looking um, for partners who were doing um, devices, for example, in other in other parts. Or yeah. we were looking for people who are, who um, saw uh, who said, to you, "Okay, I can, I can do these uh, measurement sticks for you." Yeah. And yeah, with the device, it's kind of worked. <laughs> Yet, of course, we, we needed to do a lot of, of work, and, uh, but, but we got good help um, from, um, from companies here in our surrounding. Um, but for the sensor sticks, we never get anyone who were able to help us with it. So it was completely at our, in our thing to, to develop these. And this is a completely new and never seen anywhere a thing um, to to have these measurement sticks. It's some kind of these sticks in other the uh, areas, for example, in the medicine area, um, where they used, for example, for blood tests. But they are very expensive. So when we were looking for someone who can produce our sticks, um, the best offer we got for us was five euro for one test for there are four tests on one device so this would be five euro and this was much too expensive because um at this time we are selling them for one euro 19 in the market and there is a margin for our partners or margin for us and our production costs <coughs> so <coughs> the five euro would be the end of our idea yeah so when we so we started the real <coughs> okay maybe maybe there's, there's one step below um, I said um, we were looking for a co-investor with the Wolfsburg AG. This was um, 2016, 2017. And at the end of 2017, there was the N-Bank, the Niedersachsen Bank, um, who also got, uh, also we got as an investor in our company. So the Wolfsburg AG had their co-investor. We had some new money. <coughs> And so in January 2018, we started our development. 
And at the end of the year, we were, we were, yeah, we had, um, um, how it's called, it's not a prototype. It's, it's a, it's a small production series, a small production series. And, um, for our sensor sticks and also for our device. And then we said, okay, we, we look again for someone who can produce it. Maybe yet now as it's ready, it would be easier. And it wasn't. Um, and so we said, okay, we need to do the production by our own. And, uh, and you, how did you find your second investor? Also just applying or did the Volkswagen AG help you? Or? Arrangement. Okay. They were, they were having uh, some other startups together and they said, okay, it's, it's your turn. It's, uh, you can do, uh, I can do anything about that. But I told them, you're a good team and you have a good idea and we are investors. What about you? And then they um, they took uh, yeah they, they 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 read our business plan and such things and in the end they said okay we also want to invest uh, with uh, with you yeah so like the <coughs> so, golden the golden rule out of that or like the the um, the learning out of that is like you need fans of your startup or of your team <coughs> so that yeah, because the uh, like this most difficult one. Yeah, because that's that's only like only fans do that for you. Like only if the the Wolfsburg AG really like you guys, then they go to the other um, player and, and tell them, "Hey, by the way, check out this guys. There, we like these guys." And and um, this only happens if someone is a fan of your team or of your startup idea. <laughs> it's not only. There are some other things how you can present yourself. For example, at startup parties. Yeah, or, um, correct. So we are doing a lot of these competitions, for example, <coughs> and we had some, and we had some, um, we had some other. It, it's I, I I really shorten my story here. We had a lot of discussions with other dis investors. Um, yeah. a lot of them just disappeared then again. But in the end, it were these two investors, the Wolfsburg AG and and the N Bank, who stayed. And we finally, in, in January 2018, we could start finally developing our project. Um, and then as we didn't found someone who could, um, could uh, build this something, uh, especially the center sticks for us, we said, okay, we need more money and build up our own production. And we found the um, Volksbank Bravo. Bravo stands for Braunschweig Wolfsburg, so the local bank here, Volksbank. Um, invested in 2019 and it was I think a whole million euro at this time mm -hmm. so in the first place it was about 300,000 the next uh, round was 600,000 something like that and then it was the first million we got from an investor um, to build up our um, our um, production and entering the market And that lasts until um, December 2019. And in January 2020, we were able to, um, yeah, to deliver to our swimming pool customers. <laughs> And then um, some might know what I want to say now. In, in March 2020, so two months later, the market closed completely because of Corona. Oh, 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 <laughs> yeah. oh, correct. I forgot This, completely about that. 
That's like not good for the swimming pool business. Uh, <laughs> no, it was really not good. So there were there were two lockdowns. There was a lockdown in in in, uh, in the spring and the lockdown from November 2019 to March 2020. And the first lockdown was not that critical for us because when we were in the market, we did a lot of researches before, and we did uh, we had some um, swimming pools who already tested our. Um, our device and there were a lot of things but when we started the sales there was of course some things that might happen so there was um, an error maybe or we needed to do this or we needed to, needed to do that and we were visiting our customers and um, um, were helping them um, and we learned a lot where maybe such things could be um, um, better uh, Yeah, maybe improved. Better. Yeah, yeah, approved. Uh, okay, and they made um, so so we we did a lot of things there, and so we were happy that we have not so many customers because that would be uh, maybe not um, the right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's the that's the that's the next uh, lesson for for all entrepreneurs. Uh, it's normal that your product gets developed with the customer, um, especially yes, if you're new. Completely so you don't you have enough money to do so, and even if you would have. Exactly. It does things you would never expect. Exactly. It's really like that. It, 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 I, I was always thinking about okay, we have such an easy device. You just need to put the sensor stick in the in the in the device. You just keep it in the water. Press a button and everything is automatically. What could go wrong? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, some things um, that uh, what we didn't expect, what we didn't expect the customer to do, and maybe what what <clears throat> it was very interesting. Um, and so we could um, announce our products a lot at this and, time. And normally you you bring it to the first customer, you learn something, then you bring it to the second customer, he does things completely different, you learn something, and after third, fourth, fifth customer, you maybe have the feeling for what's standard, and then uh, you have a standard, and before that, um, just go first to your customer and learn from them, and not just write your business plan or imagine something, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, it's really important. We did this, this was my role. Um, so when I say I'm doing sales and, and marketing, um, a lot of my work is product management, of course, and even today, because um, I'm speaking with customers and speak with their experiences with my technical background, um, what we can do to enhance uh, the situation for our customers and make our product even better. So this is this is a typical work that I did at this time and still doing today. What what I also find really impressive that like um, you guys made it even like the expert from field said that's not possible and um, it's you will not make it like for example with the test stripes or also I think with the production because also building up a production is not easy at all. What do you think are like the the secret that you guys as a non expert of the field because I think like the test stripes are also big a lot of chemical and like the mm. the production buildup is also a lot of engineering and you guys are physics so what was the secret that you guys still made it it's the network as i said um for example for the chemicals um now um we have um, worked at the university with a with a person who is chemist 
and okay. after mm -hmm. doing the PhD. So he was still doing his PhD. And, and during that time, he was working for us on a uh, 450 euro basis. Um, and after that, um, when he finished the PhD, he started working for us. Um, and he has a lot of knowledge for, or he developed a lot of things in our census sticks because we as scientists, uh, so as engineers, we are, were not able to do that in, in this um, precision. So this is one thing. Or well, as you mentioned, the production. It's, yeah, it's, um, it's, it's sometimes very, uh, they are lucky. Um, they, when we were at the university and we were writing our first letter um, to get um, public money for our um, startup, um, they needed, we needed to, to say, okay, how will it be produced and for what money? And that's very difficult because um, it's not even uh, developed. Uh, how do we know how much it will cost? That's completely, um, it's, 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 uh, it's impossible, but you need to do that. And um, then it depends on how, uh, not, not what is said, but who says it. And mm. we had a good connection to a person called Stefan Klan, and he was um, the chief for production um, of a company near to Hannover. Um, okay. Mm -hmm. um, he was doing, um, he was producing CDs and DVDs and, um, for example, production lines for um, e-cigarettes. So there are chemicals um, which are situated in the, in the cigarettes, for example. Yeah. And, and so he had a lot of experience and um, he was producing millions and millions of these per month. <laughs> And um, it was very, very funny because um, just two years or three years um, before he went to, to um, uh, in rente, um, retirement, before he went into retirement, he said, okay, I want to do something else. I want to be in, a, in another field. And he was very excited about us and our product. And so... When we were having the third investor, so the Volkswagen Bravo, with our invest uh, in, in, in uh, invest for the for the production, <laughs> uh, this guy was included. Um, he started to work for us, um, for, and, and in, it, 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 it's not not even close to that what he earned before as a, a chief of the whole um, fabrication. Yeah. Um, but he wanted to do this, and um, he developed together with us the production process. Cool. So me myself, I was I wasn't even included in that because I was uh, doing market research and, and presenting our prototypes and looking for partners and such things. And uh, the, my um, both colleagues and uh, this guy, um, they were building up the um, the, the production. production. And, yeah, and, and without his help, it, it would be, I don't know if it would be in this um, perfection that, that we have today. Well, what would you say as the common ground for the, for the hiring of, of these people? Because you said like, okay, it's clear. You only, you only made it together with the people, um, with the, yeah. with the hired people. So would you say the, the common ground is there that like, they are all passionate for your idea? Not only for the for problem, the year, but also for the for the startup feeling that we are trying to 
to transport. So we are not a startup like here, you can come to us and play kicker and uh, billiard, I don't know. And here is your fancy, fancy uh, hangout area or something. It's not like this here. Yeah. But it is, for a lot of people, it's very, very exciting. Even today, a lot of people here are uh, working here are really just excited about um, the way we are treating our employees and how we are doing our business here. Um, we have a very low uh, so hierarchy, flat hierarchy. I don't yeah. know what it's called. Flat hi hierarchy, um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but in the end, but in the end, we are very professional. So we, in, in our opinion, the best way to to work with employees is um mm, uh, I don't know what is Verantwortung called in English. Responsibility. Yeah, responsibility. Yeah. This is this is how we are working. So it doesn't matter who has an idea and it 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 it's it, it's really doesn't matter. And um everyone can say to me as a CEO, okay, everyone can up can up can come up to me and say, okay, you are wrong. And this is not very often um, as I experience in, in, in other companies and what is what I've been told by our employees. So it, it doesn't matter who has an, an idea, and it doesn't matter what you what you shall do here. You always get responsibility for what you are doing. So you get a certain area. Okay, you work on this, and we are just creating. Um, some boundaries between the other parts of the of the company, and the people are completely responsible for their own work. Mm. And I think this is a is a very important thing because it, it doesn't matter. So, so of course we are a startup. We are we can't um, pay so much money as as a big company, for example. But um, the people like to work here because everyone gets has a feeling of importance here. Yeah. It's not just a feeling of importance, it is important. Because um, everyone has, has a certain role they need to fill out as, as a, yeah, there, there's a, a person who can do this. And then there's, there's something as a reserve, of course, if someone is in, in, in holidays or is ill or something like that. But every person has their strengths and their the responsibility for an area. And I think this is very important because I, I don't need to care in detail for everyone because yeah. I just say, okay, this is a, this is a point. It's what, what we want to do. And of course there's, um, I need to do lessons with them in the start and I, I need to talk with them a lot because I want to have it in the way I, I, I I'm expecting that. But after that, it always comes to the, to the point where the people are, are working by themselves and it it's 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 compatible to all the other um, parts of the uh, yeah. of the company and did you get did you give your employees equity of the company no, not, not really okay. um so in the first place um Ah no 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 it's 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 uh, uh we did this with one person which was really really early in our company but um yeah. it's not possible anymore yeah that, that's interesting because like i think that's like an advantage of being not in a startup hub like Berlin or hamburg or munich 
and uh, being in a like in a kind of middle of nowhere like okay Braunschweig is like not a small city but like also as not a village but also not like the startup hub I thinking first of if I think of startups in Germany but that's like the advantage a bit though like um, people um, you have still industry around and people don't have so many startups around where like they're used to it that like startups running around and looking for people so you have more a unique experience for uh, employees coming out of other fields and want to uh, work in a startup so it's very it's it's like in every other um, point uh, or, or, or field what i told um so a lot of people we can hire here are people who got excited by our employees ourselves yeah it's also as we get uh, for example new customers uh, very often we have happy customers and they bring new customers and if you have happy employees they bring new employees yeah and, um, that's a really good it's point, very yeah. funny it's really funny that everyone in this company and we are right now about 20 people i said <laughs> and everyone is somehow connected with someone else in this company in a certain way it's it's, it's, it's we have just two three four persons i don't know who who, were, who we are really who we were really looking for uh, in 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 in, in Stenausschaltung, so for example, uh, Stepstone yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Um, the most people came because someone said, "Okay, here this is a good place. I'm working there. Come come there <laughs> to this place too." And um, th this is very very good because as we know the people before who will work for us. We have very good work, very good people working here. And as we have good people working here um, who fulfill their responsibility very good, um, this, yeah, this, this uh, pulls other people who yeah. are very good. Yeah, yeah. Happy and good employees uh, attract other uh, employees which want to be happy right. and are good as well. <laughs> yeah, and this is, this is a, this is a main point. And so they are. It's it's not that we pay um, nothing or, or if we pay very very less, but it's not so much as it's, for it's, example VW. Exactly, exactly. It's hard to compete uh, versus Volkswagen. Um, what is the status of your company right now, and what are the next steps? So um, we started in the first also in the first half of this um, this uh, year. We started to work with distributors. But as I said in the uh, beginning, we didn't want to do sales by ourselves. Yeah. Um, but because no one believed in our product, no one wanted to be our partner for selling. And it was very, very difficult to find them. And then, then we said, okay, we didn't find someone for production. Now we don't, we didn't, don't find anyone who sells this product for us. Okay, we do it by ourselves again. <laughs> and then we started the selling um, uh, with one salesperson and some other people here in this company, for example, myself and other people. Um, but but you said, okay, we just start here with our sales and how, uh, see how it will outcome. And um, in after one year, um, as, as I told you, there was Corona, but um, in the middle of the year, the swimming pools open again until November. And at this time, we worked really hard um, to, to sell products. 
for our product and and we did we sold about 25 of our of our um, measurement devices so one measurement device is about 1000 1500 euro yeah um so it's it's not very much money but it's it's the first step <laughs> and the first customer is is harder than the second and the third exactly. and, so yeah. and um so we were very happy about it, and we made some um, marketing in um, some, yeah, in some magazines that uh, is read by these people who are working in um, in these magazines uh, in the in the public swimming pools. And um, at this time, there were a lot of distributors who wanted to sell our product. They they were calling us and said, "Okay, I, I like your product. I'm I'm watching." I'm watching you since um, one year, two years, I don't know. And now I see you are ready with your product and I really want to, to sell it. And so we started um, with two partners in uh, January 2000. Yeah, this year. This year? Is it this year? Yes, yeah, it's this year. This year. It's, it's, it seems like to be in further times, but it's yeah, just this, it's year. this okay. year. Okay. <laughs> so we started this year with, with um, distributors in Germany. Um, we had the problem with Corona until um, um, uh, so until June, until June, uh, until June. The, the swimming pools were closed, and in June, then it's July. There is um, the the there is it's hard to sell because there is uh, something like a summer break. Um, all the decision makers are in holidays and such things, yeah. and so we just sell since. So really, we are selling since the end of August. Not alone, but also with our customer, uh, with our distributor partners. And um, in the meantime, we found another um, big um, partner for selling our product. And yes, yeah, this is uh, there was some ferries, um, also Messen. Um, yeah. I think it's ferries. Yes, um, yeah. last uh, in the last month. So there were three of them. We were visiting them, and now. We must say we are very happy with the sales. We have now over 100 and so sold devices. And um, we have sold over 100,000 of our sensor sticks right now. Yeah. And um, the sales are going, we are doing the ramp up now. Our target for next year is to sell 500 devices and with these devices, um, so I told I told you, um, swimming pools are using a lot of these sensor sticks because the law says you need to measure that. So yeah. with about 600, 700 of our devices in the market, we are we must produce for them about two two and a half million of these sensor sticks every year, and this is at this time our our challenge um, yeah. because we need to do the ramp up. Um, at this time, we are doing half million um, of these sensor sticks right now, but we are now um, getting more employees for our production right now. We are buying some more machines so that we can ramp up with our demands in, in, in the sales because right now we are not only selling in Germany, but also selling in different um, European countries. And our plan is to start in the, so at the start of the next year, we have most, most countries in, in, in Europe who are set, we have partners there who are selling our product. Yeah, we are really right cool. now doing contracts with them and yeah. 
Yeah. Really good. So about the internationalized, that's good. Um, mm -hmm. Would you would you recommend a young person which thinks about to start a study or to found a company directly and with the end goal to have their own company? Would you recommend them to study physics first? So I did. Um, I know even especially in Germany, especially in Germany, you, you go, won't get far without the title. Um, yeah. The German, especially the investors and such things are always saying, okay, you had to learn something. Otherwise, I don't believe you that you can do that. It's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's one of the reasons why I quit my first startup in 2000. So that's what yeah. I think. Um, because the people don't believe you. And, yeah. and very often they are right about that. There are a lot of people telling sir i can do this i can do that it's very easy and durable and yeah there's a lot of of persons who don't know anything and um, so it's it's very important to have something to show yeah good point i, I don't know if it needs to be yeah, it's it's good good point it's it's uh it's yeah it need to be something every certification or title but something it's 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 hard to work for. Um, what, do, what do you think about work-life balance as a startup founder? I think it's very important. And um, um, one thing I didn't say uh, was when we were founding our company in 2016, our Thorsten Rabe already had, um, um, had um, built a house. Yeah. And he must need to pay for that. And he had three children. And We were completely out of money. It yeah. was completely out of money. We were completely out of money. It was, we had nothing. Really, uh, I, I needed to borrow the, the money for founding the company for my parents. Yeah. Um, it, it was really, we were, we were not having a lot of money at this time. And um, <laughs> what, 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 why, did I, why did I say that? What was the question? Yeah, how did you handle the work-life balance, or how did you how yeah. do you think okay. about it? So the work-life balance, okay, of course, of, of course, when you have um, a family father, you need to have work-life balance. It, it's not as we worked when we were founding this thing. I was um, in the middle of my thirties. Um, Sebastian Döring was in the middle of thirties, and um, um, and and Tosnaro was nearly 40 years old, um, and. Um, It's, it's not the same as founding a startup as when you are 20. Yeah. <laughs> you, need, you need this work-life balance. And, and what I didn't told was um, um, when I finished my job at university, my, my, my PhD work was not finally written. So it's, 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 sometimes it happens, and it's, it's, it happens a lot. Yeah, the people starting a work somewhere and then need to finish to their writing their yeah, yeah. PhD later on. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, so I started the startup at 2016, and I finished my PhD work in 2019. Yeah, it's not that I wrote the whole time, of course, but I had some other things to do. But in this time, I was like, okay, I need to finish that. And after finishing the the work there, where I had to really starting. Uh, what did I did? What 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 did I do at this work? Uh, what what do I need to know? I had to learn a lot of things uh, completely new because it was five years ago, um, and it was really really hard. And after after getting the 
PhD, that it was really that I needed to um, put one or two years down. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people who are having um, 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 issues with that. Um, for example, some burnouts or something. I know a lot of them. And if you are in the startup um, or in the self-employment um, area, you find a lot of these people um, having problems with that. And um, when we founded the, the company, it was completely important for us to say, okay, it's not a sprint. It's it's like kind of marathon. Yeah, we are doing this our whole life, and. Um, some people have have the wrong expectations. They said, "Okay, when I have achieved this, for example, now our my company is profitable, then I can ah, then I can rest or something." Yeah, yeah. and it always takes longer than you thought. So if, if yeah. I would told my my first investor here in five years we are doing our first uh, sales, <laughs> you would say, "Okay, okay, next one, please." So yeah. we were always thinking that we that it takes about one or two years to get the first money with with the company, and it it, it, it took longer, of course. Yeah. Always takes longer, and it always costs more money as, as you expect. Um, yeah, that's yeah. that's it's a, it's a good point. The, that's the reason so, why you should work on work life balance from the beginning on. Yeah, you need to. You need marathon, yeah. because because you. A lot of people are saying, okay, I, I go 60, 80 hours per week. Um, but when I reach this goal, then everything is fine. And yeah. this goal is always getting further and further and further. And the people yeah. are losing their, their strengths. And a lot of people are uh, don't get to their to their goal with it. And it's it's not it's not very helpful. Yeah, so I, I can say, of course, me and my colleagues, we have weeks where we work maybe 60 hours. Yeah. But that's not that's, that's not, not so standard. Often. It yeah. wasn't very often. So yeah. because when 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 you really doing when you when you when you're not just hanging out at your company, but if you're really doing work, it's it's very exhausting. And when there are weeks I didn't work even forty hours, and I I I, I came home on Friday, and I was just falling in my bed. Yeah, and. If you don't do that, and if you say, no, I work my 60 hours, I go on Saturdays, I go work. It's, it's, I don't know if it's really, if it's really a good decision. There are yeah. people like Elon Musk who say, okay, I'm working 100 hours a, a, a week. I, I, I call it completely bullshit. I, I, I don't believe any word. I, I know some people who are working this hard or this often, and I see how they are working. And they could they could organize much better than this, um, and they could do this the job in the half time if they wanted. Or the other side, when they're really working in this in, in a really high pressure, um, um, really uh, this uh, this long times, and they all get a burnout. I, I yeah. didn't see anything else. Yeah, yeah, good point. My second last question for you is: What are your favorite books? Yeah, my favorite books is um, I <laughs> I have <laughs> um, I'm not reading so much. If I read something, it's 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 all um, about, for example, some topics like marketing or uh, doing business and such things. So this is what I do very often. 
But if you ask about my favorite book, it's the, the book I read with my 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 son. He's um, almost two years old now, and um, um, yeah, reading books with him is, is a lot of fun. Well, what's the title? So you need to tell us the title of the book. <laughs> On the building side is the title, and it's Johnny. Johnny Irgendsommer, I don't know. It's a children book. It's a children book, and it's it's with a lot of of uh, machines uh, on the on the building sites for building houses and everything. And okay. it's, it's it's fun to read. So this, we will this. put it in the description, so don't worry, guys. So you will not miss it. And my last question for you is: um, if you could go back in time and talk to your younger self, to your 18 year old self, what kind of advice would you give to yourself? Mm. Mm. I wouldn't give me an advice because um, <laughs> the butterfly effect. If I would change anything, I wouldn't end here. <laughs> because if I maybe I give some advice, that it would be kind of different. And I'm I'm very happy with my situation, so I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't change anything. But if you say, okay, what would I? What would be great to know when I was younger? Yeah. Then, hmm, then I'll say, hmm, yeah, I, I think it, it was building up from this way where I don't, didn't want to, where I was not interested and, and, and didn't care about anything. And then the step to, okay, now I want to achieve something. That was a lot of work, which was not necessary because in, in, I would I would be another person at school, so as a pupil, yeah. because mm, it was not necessary to be like this. Or um, so I was not very kind to the teachers, for example, and so on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it it was completely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah. but that's so, something. Yeah. But that's something. It's a puberty, and yeah. it really it's... it got me hard. <laughs> uh, uh, in front of time, so I don't know, but 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 I made so much bad decisions. I don't know what, yeah. and it made me, and in the end, it just makes it harder for me. Yeah. So so I needed to work harder later on because I was doing these stupid stuff in the beginning. So yeah. it really makes no sense. But yeah, a lot of people do that. I don't know why I did that. I, I really can't tell. I understand that's like already how you said. And what would have been good to know for your 30 year old self? For my 30 year old self. Exactly. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it would be good. Um, at this time, I didn't know. For example, if you have a startup, um, you have, you think the most important thing is the idea. Mm. And it's not the idea, it's, You need, always need someone who do. Even if you have an idea, you need always someone who does that. And and people who have money don't have time to do that in a lot of cases. So they need to find people who do that and this and that. And if you, uh, if you, um, so 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 this is the point where, where I said, okay, well, if I if, if I were 30, I was not just so focused on the idea, but also on the on the other things. But I didn't really make a, 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 an error by doing that because, like I said, I, I was networking all the time. But it would be 
nice to to have that to know that this I completely understand. And we already said butterfly effect. Um, even if we would have the <laughs> chance to do it, we don't do it because we don't want to change anything. Cool. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. Mm -hmm. And see you next time, guys, for the next episode. Bye-bye. <laughs>